can do is elevate peace, love, light to all and shine bright. Open your third eye and have divine sight. What is going on? Multiverse. What is going on? Gaia. Earth. Geo. Kai. Tiamat. The world we all live on has many names. Thank you, Akira Toriyama, for doing the research. It was actually once called Planet Vegeta. Amongst a bunch of other names. Turtle Island. Atlantis. You name it. Thank you for being here. We're going to talk about life. We're going to speak about the scientific aspect of life. As well as mm, geopolitical agendas. Yes, life as well as geopolitical agendas in the science interwoven within how many of us understand statistics values ratios percentages fractions and their overall probability or likelihood of an event occurring due to research and analytics Conducting the due diligence during the experiment, trial and error, is some of the best ways to become a professional in your own discipline. As it pertains to trial and error, there are many things that have been placed upon the public especially the Nubian community in America because they were at one time the bulk of how America made do on supply and demand goods and commerce hot commodity versus the next big thing the African and Native American descendants of slaves on this continent will never get reparations because the other races of people around them may do on destroying an entire community genocide is how North America made its rise North America is in fact Part two of Europe. This is not the land of Shaka Zulu. This is the land of Great Britain. That fact. Europe took over America. Not ancient Persia. Not ancient Egypt. Not ancient Kemet. Not ancient Nubia. However, everyone that comes from Nubian bloodline 
they get demonized. Brown skin is demonized in North America for a fact. Because for a long time, the energy on this realm was if you're living in these American walls, white is right and brown is down. And we've even had presidential candidates who spew this ideology. So, with our research, let's begin, shall we? The effects of abortion on the black community. Research team Star Parker, Athiana Anukor, Katherine Davis, and Christina Daniels. Thank you guys. Coming from the Center for Urban Renewal and Education. This document, dated June 2015. Quick side note, there's always a hidden message in what you're reading. Notice I just read, Center for Urban Renewal Education, C-U-R-E, Cure. Shout out to people at Cure. Check them out at urbancure.org or blackcommunitynews.com. Let's dive in. Introduction. Politicians argue for abortion largely because they do not want to spend the necessary money to feed, clothe, and educate more people. Here, Arguments for inconvenience and economic savings take precedence over arguments for human value and human life. Psychiatrists, social workers, and doctors often argue for abortion on the basis of the child will grow up mentally and emotionally scarred, but of us is necessarily complete quick side note every day is a learning experience right back to the data if incompleteness were the criteria or criterion for taking life we would all be dead if you can justify abortion on the basis of emotional incompleteness then your logic will also lead you to killing for other forms of incompleteness. Old age, crippledness, blindness. Jesse Jackson, January 1977. Pro-life. Since the 1973 Roe v. Wade Supreme Court decisions, 
Over 54 million babies have been aborted in the centers around the nation. Go United States of America. It can be said with certainty that the practice has had a personal, practical, and political effect on communities and citizens. Every town, city, ethnicity, and age group has suffered from the tragic effects of most surgical and sometimes medical procedure. The true toll of abortion may remain unknown and immeasurable because of the data for the most part has not been collected or has been ignored by those responsible for its collection. The so-called right to privacy that allowed abortion on demand was created by the Supreme Court for women. But for 40 years now, that right has been extended to the abortionist as well. This shroud of privacy enables abortionists to literally get away with murder and mayhem as thousands of women are injured each year. Abortion has become the most unregulated industry in the United States because governors, legislators, and attorneys general fail to enforce or write laws that will actually protect women. In addition to lack of regulation, the ravages of choice continue to take on a toll of individuals, families, states, and the economic stability of the nation. This report seeks to examine the issue in the hopes of Congress considering investigations to explore the physical, legal, cultural, economic harm abortion has created in our nation. data was found in 2015 and it is now currently the Gregorian calendar year of 2024 almost for it is New Year's Eve continuing the abortion consumer disproportionately the leading consumer of the abortion and services is the African American female I say again disproportionately the leading consumers of abortionist services in the Af- is the African-American female. The African-American female. The African-American female. I wonder if they're looking for a black messiah. <laughs> Continuing. According to the 2011 abortion surveillance report issued by the Center for Disease Control, Black women make up 14% of the childbearing population, yet obtain 36% of reported abortions. Black women have the highest abortion ratio in the country, with approximately 474 abortions per 1,000 births. Percentages at this level illustrate that more than 19 million black babies have been aborted since 1973. That's quite sad to say. Roe vs. Wade is 1973. And my mother was born the year after. (laughs) According to Departments of Public Health, every state that reports abortion by ethnicity, black women disproportionately lead in the numbers. For example, Mississippi, 79%. Washington, D.C., 
60%. Georgia, 60%, 59.4%. Alabama, 58.4%. Practically another 60 State after state, similar numbers are found, with black women aborting at two or three times more than their presence in the population. At every income level. At every income level. Yes, not just the hood. Low and middle class. level, black American women have higher abortion rates than whites or Hispanics, except for women below the poverty line, where Hispanic women have slightly higher rates than black women. And we could probably assess that due to, of course, the Latin American community being transited through Central America. Because the wall between America and Mexico itself doesn't really exist. Hispanic women are practically border slaves today, pack rats. They get drugs shoved inside them, as well as their children get destroyed. So for them to even have competing numbers, that within itself is even disgusting. We as a nation must do better. No, 1,000%. We as a nation must do better. And I'm sorry I keep reading the article and tracing back to myself because... I've never fathered a child yet. Family? Listen to me, Australia. Listen to me, South America. Listen to me, Europe. Listen to me, Africa. Hear me, Asia. I'm at one of my little homes in Pennsylvania. United States... Eastern side of the United States. North America. One has never fathered a child. Nor has one had an abortion. And I tell you, the current state that we are in, I refuse to reproduce. I refuse to procreate. to be a parent in this world until we make it an even playing field amongst all social groups and we all cherish life it almost ripped my heart out to read this 
every income level, black women have higher abortion rates than whites or Hispanics, except for women below the poverty line, where Hispanic women have slightly higher rates than black women. <sighs> because Mexicans suffered modern-day slavery. Especially here in North America. Mexicans don't have it good in South America or North America. That truth about the Hispanic community. They definitely go through it as well. The prevalence of abortion facilities within minority communities serves as a major contributor to the rate in which black women obtain abortions. Accordingly, black women are five times more likely to have an abortion than a white woman. So, if a Negro woman grows up in a tough neighborhood and she gets pregnant at a young age and all she knows is gun store, liquor store, gun store, liquor store, church, the mall, and the local clinic, where do you think she's going to go? She's going to go where it is convenient. And the convenience of abortion in the black community is very high. I say it is very high. We have more abortion clinics than we have boys and girls clubs. We have more abortion clinics than we have homeless shelters. We have more abortion clinics than we have soup kitchens. America is anti-life. And it always has been. Our highlights of history consist of wars, famine, pestilence, and destruction, not the rise of a great culture, the downfall of other cultures. Recent study released by Protecting Black Life in Outreach of Life Issues Institute concluded 79% of Planned Parenthood surgical abortion facilities are strategically located within walking distance of African and or Hispanic communities. Walking distance. Convenience. This study coincides with historical revelations that eugenicists dating to about the mid-1900s, Black Wall Street, argued that the most effective way they could advance their agenda would be to concentrate the population control facilities within the targeted communities. Medical genocide. Historically, Blacks have been the unwitting victims of a hidden racist agenda of those behind abortion and birth control organizations because they believed they were receiving a new civil right choice. In fact, pro-abortion forces have created the massaging, the messaging and the massaging. Because it's all misogyny which reinforces the notion of abortion as a civil right. 
as seen in a 2012 meeting of the Congressional Black Caucus and Pro-Choice Caucus. On Capitol Hill, those advocates argued their constituents to challenge them. Pro-life position by accusing them of making the alleged disparity in healthcare for black women worse. It has been gradually worse. I would agree. Perhaps unknowingly, those black legislators continually damage their own political agenda because abortion is destroying their future constituency. I would have to agree. Their advocacy for continued funding of organizations like Planned Parenthood demeans and eradicates the concept of natural rights and denies the right to life of the most vulnerable of all, the unborn child. Establishing such cultural norm erodes the natural rights of the elderly and the infirmed. For the powerful can determine that the unborn child does not have a natural self-evident right to live. Then it is very possible that they can and will determine that certain other human rights should not be possessed. I say again. Establishing such cultural norm erodes the natural rights of the elderly and the infirmed. For the powerful can determine that the unborn child does not have a natural, self-evident right to live, then it is very possible that they can and will determine that certain other humans no longer possess those rights as well. It is a population-controlled nexus. We have a large acceptance issue by letting others tell us how to live and they don't come from our communities. There's a widespread perception that women, particularly African-American women, are freely exercising their choice when they enter the doors of the nearest abortion center. Nothing could be further from the truth. Reality is, black women are being pushed, led from behind, into abortion centers by a cabalgan of elitists who agree with Frederick Osborne, the leading eugenicist of the 20th century. His quote, birth control and abortion are turning out to be great eugenic advances of our time. If they had been advanced for eugenic reasons, it would have retarded or stopped their acceptance. And to quote one of our great founding fathers, If he's not a founding father, let's call him one of the earlier presidents, shall we? Richard Nixon. <clears throat> I have to put on my Nixon voice. Nixon. As I told you, we talked about it earlier. That a hell of a lot of people want to control the Negro bastards. Nixon said it, not me. 
I promise it was Nixon. And I apologize. There are more quotes from him that I must go through in this article. Bear with me. A majority of people in Colorado voted for abortion. I think a majority of people in Michigan are for abortion. I think in both cases, well, certainly in Michigan, they will vote for an abortion because they think that's what's going to be aborted generally are the little black bastards coming from the mouth of Nixon not me continuing this guy's so sick you know what we're talking about population control Mm -hmm. that's another quote That's him being cryptic, saying little and saying a lot at the same dang time. We're talking really, and what John Rockefeller really realizes, look, the people in what we call our class control their populations. Sometimes, They'll have a family of six, seven, eight, or nine. But it's an exception. Hmm. A lot of Republicans used to support family planning, and Richard Nixon signed that first federal planning program into law. There's a clear pathway to win back women support, and it's to listen to the middle of their party instead of the extreme fringe. John D. Rockefeller and Richard Nixon Quotes from 1972 The racist and eugenic roots of the abortion movement It is no accident that abortion has become so deeply entrenched within the black community. Margaret Sanger, the founder of American Birth Control Movement, was a leading spokesperson and activist in promoting and controlling the birth rate among blacks and others she considered generally inferior. An avid supporter of eugenics, Singer became a formidable force when pushing her Negro project designed to employ black leaders to promote first birth control and later abortion as viable options for family planning. She favored the Malthusian branch of eugenics, frequently seeing the genetic makeup of the poor and minorities, for example, was inferior. Singer believed it was necessary to reduce the birth rate among the diseased sickly and poverty-stricken in antisocial classes, elements unable to provide for themselves, and the burden of which we are all forced to carry. Heavily relying on members of the black elite to help craft her message, the Negro Project influenced respected black leaders, enticing them to Sanger's cause. Although leaders such as Marcus Garvey 
strongly denounce birth control, yes. Leaders such as Marcus Garvey strongly denounced birth control and abortion as detrimental to the survival of the black race and other black leaders and other black leaders and organizations supported Sanger. Uh, Sadly, and some of the House Negroes are as follows. W.E.B. Du Bois, Adams Clayton Powell Jr., read anymore Mary McLeod Al Sharpton Jesse Jackson I'm sick to my stomach okay in almost the entire black congressional caucus and now their most prized Jim the president of the United States who has openly resisted any regulation to most unregulated industry in the nation. They're speaking on Barack Obama at this point in time. Yes, so the entire Boule, Prince Hall, Freemasons, and Bourgeoisie definitely advocated Margaret Singer's genocidal plan against the Nubian community. It was a House Negro agenda to promote birth control and abortion against us because we are the people who always had the most children in the family back in the day it used to be we had 8, 9, 10, 11 children just as they said just as they alluded to Nixon and Rockefeller paid close attention to the numbers in a Negro family from the mother and father on down nowadays It seems like having a big family is an American pastime, especially an American Nubian pastime. Because I definitely remember being raised by my great-grandmother and her having multiple children with one man only. Rest with the divine, my great-grandma. Even though he remarried and made more children elsewhere, she still only remained his ex-wife and never had children to anyone else. She gave this man five kids. And he practically remarried and had five more. Nubian families were always huge. Regardless of the white American stigma against polygamy or polygyny, even when we practice monogamy, we are the people who come from enormous families. And there's nothing wrong with it. We see nothing wrong with it. Other cultures see a threat. So they would love to depopulize us and make us smaller to make themselves feel larger. That statistical fact. Because we just broke down how Nubian women 
which all Nubians are born from, are aborting their babies three, four to five times as much as the other women in their area. Respectedly, the only way to kill a new black messiah is through the womb. So, in order to stop the birth of a baby Jesus, you gotta get little Miriam Mary into an abortion clinic. I just had to break it down to biblical terms. Since people act as if they don't know scientific statistical data when they hear it, I'll break it down to religious terms. If little Miriam, Mary, goes to the abortion clinic, there is no Yahshua or little Jesus the Christ born in Egypt or Bethlehem. There's no such thing as accepting death for the future. That is a spell, a mental spell, that too much of the Nubian community has accepted. They've accepted death as their own culture. I know life. 